Welcome back to Salt and Burn This, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. And hello. See, I never know if you're saying hello to me or hello to the audience. I don't know. I just <laughs> I double up the hellos for whatever reason. I'm still awkward at this. Um, <laughs> our last episode was Bugs, right? Yes. Um, we tore it apart. <laughs> we did. Because it's a we universally were... disliked episode. Um yes. But then right after we recorded it, um, I started editing Skin, uh, <laughs> which is another one we were unkind to. But man, thinking about it, it's like, man, compared to Bugs, Skin is like a masterpiece, you know? <laughs> right? We were so, we were pretty mean to Skin. We but were. we were mean um, in real of the, time. Yeah. Well, on, in about different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the story, I think it was the storytelling and skin that kind of there's so many gaps and loopholes and stuff, but we really loved the effects. Yeah. Whereas, like, with bugs, we're like, the effects were horrible. <laughs> as was we, the storytelling. As was the storytelling. So, we but it were. Was just, we, it was just funny to listen to us talk about skin after having <laughs> <laughs> coming from bugs. Oh my gosh. We're not normally, you know, harsh on shows, except if you listen to the previous episode. Okay. <laughs> I, I loved this episode. Yeah. I, I truly, really loved it. Yeah. It was so um, uh, emotionally inspiring mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, for both, uh, both of our boys. And uh, it, it advances the storytelling again. Yes. Yes. We bring you know, kind of picks things up and moves yeah, yeah, with yeah. it okay so and i yeah. let's do it. let's go ahead and get into it before we get into it before i tell, <laughs> tell you the entire yeah. thing <laughs> all right here we go okay season one episode nine home written by eric kripke and directed by ken garotti after 22 years, Sam and Dean return to their childhood home. Now another beautiful young mother lives there, and if Sam's nightmares are correct, she may be threatened by the same evil that killed Mary Winchester. So, oh, I know. It's a lot of heavy stuff right there in the, the description. So Just we're the descriptor alone. I know. Yeah. We're talking about their old house. They're talking about their mother. Uh, I assume, you know, dad the is going to come in yep. evil. It's... It's the yeah. opening scene, essentially. They're going to go back to the very... Go back to the pilot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'm, I'm so excited. I know. I'm so excited <laughs> to talk about this episode. So uh, do you want to map quest it from the beginning? Oh, we can. Um, so right off the bat, it's Lawrence, Kansas. This is the first time they've opened in Lawrence, Kansas since the pilot. Mm -hmm. um, and also got to skip just a little bit. Jenny, who is the mother who lives there now she says she moves there from wichita, wichita. kansas yep. <laughs> which we have some adventures in wichita <laughs> indeed we shall call them work adventures right yes yes which is a whole nother podcast to be honest um, i'm sure we'll hit it again <laughs> but yes i've spent a lot of time in lawrence i went to school there for a little bit um college not high school um it's a great little town it's like a little um I always call it a mini California in Kansas. It's like one of those liberal pockets in the Midwest. If you oh, okay. I was going to say, where are you going with this? I'm like Sandy Beaches. Uh, if only they were there. <laughs> laid back personalities. It is laid back personalities. There's a lot of kind of hippie attitudes going on there. Um, wow. At least the last time I was there. It's been several years. But, okay. um, but yeah, it was always kind of a cool place to go to. It's like... You know, you hear people talk about how cool Austin, Texas is. Right. You know, Lawrence right. is kind of the Austin, Texas of of Kansas, at least okay. in my Kansas experience, you know, <laughs> on that side of Kansas. I'll take it. I believe yeah. you. Right. So it opens up with uh, Jenny, 
um, and her daughter comes down, says she's scared of something in her closet. She's unpacking, so she's obviously every childhood's nightmare. By the way, yeah, something yeah. in the closet. <laughs> yeah, we, um, and we're not sure whose house this is. At the moment, it's just a house, right? You know, there's no connect. There's no clue yet that it's their old house until right. after Jenny leaves her daughter's room. You know, checks the closet, makes sure nothing's there, puts a chair in front of the closet doors. You know, just for extra precaution. Jenny hears some little pitter pattering of. Uh, possibly rats uh, goes down into I think it was the basement that she goes she, down. yeah she goes yeah. down to the basement yeah lights aren't working what a surprise <laughs> and then you see her open a box um, and sift through some pic- pictures and the pictures are of John the Winchesters yeah. yeah John and Mary and two little boys so and on the she she flips them over and it says on the back you know the Winchesters yeah yeah and little and little Sammy little Sammy little Sammy, um, but in the meantime, while she's down in the basement, um, you know checking out this box full of family memories, her daughter upstairs in the bedroom is basically being scared to death by <laughs> the thing that actually is in her closet. Right, the chair moves by itself away from the door. And then the closet doors open with that creak, you know, that creaky, slow door opening. And she's terrified. You can just see that she's so scared that she can't make a noise. And then suddenly this flaming creature, like, materializes Mm -hmm. and she screams. And then poor little Sari screams. Sorry? Sari. Sari. Sorry. Sorry. Her name is Sari, not Sari. I know it's S A R I. I know, and then the title screen comes up, and then the title, right? Mm-hmm. And then the supernatural zooms at yes. you. Uh, we see um, it looks like the mom is pounding on the yeah. windows of the house. Yeah, it's like a wide shot of the outside of the house, and we see the tree. You know, the tree that was moving the, in the first episode, the pilot tree. Yeah, yeah, the pilot tree exactly. And as you zoom in closer into one of the windows, the mother is inside, you know, screaming, banging the windows, you know, f- screaming for help. Right. And then uh, cut to Sam's eye, like, popping open. So is he dreaming? Is he having a premonition? We mm-hmm. don't know. Right. Um, but the first thing he does is he starts sketching the uh, the tree that he saw. Right. Uh, in his dream. Yeah, so several sketch- pages of it. It's like... yes. Several pages of this motel uh, notebook is this tree. (laughs) This tree. Dean is researching possible cases that they can go to next. You know, he finds one in California and then in Texas and then realizes Sam is not paying attention to him at all. And he's like, is any of this blowing up your skirt? (laughs) Can I, you know, set you on fire? What's going on? And, you know, Sam's still in his own mind, you know, is like, aha, wait. I've seen this tree. Now I know what I'm sketching. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and he goes and he pulls out. Is it pictures or is it dad's journal? I think he. He whips he, out, I think, dad's journal to get the pictures. I think the pictures are inside of dad's journal. And I think right. this and is, it, isn't this the first time that journal has made an appearance since Wendigo? Um, Phantom Traveler. It was on the plane. They used it oh, for the yeah, exorcism. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The exorcism. You're right. Um, but it's but been yes, a while. It, like, it has been a while. It's kind yeah. of been tucked under the the, the seat of the, <laughs> the passenger seat for a while. <laughs> yes, I think, right. or the glove box. It's been flying around. Right. Um, but yeah, and so he pulls out. He finds a picture of the house, and he sees the tree, and he's like, "Ah, it's our house. Mm-hmm. There's something going on at the house." Yeah, he's like, "We have to go back there. I just, I, I don't know. We just have to go." You know, he you just, know, trust just, me, he says. He, yeah, and yeah. Dean's like, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, no, a... he's acting totally weird, Sam. You know, he's just yeah. completely out of character for right. Sam Winchester. Right. And, and Dean is the one who's like, Get, gotta, you have to fill me in. Yeah. Like, yeah. what What are you talking about? What's going on? And uh, yeah, trust me on this. Trust me on this becomes like a running theme between the brothers through the mm-hmm. entire series. Right. Trust me. Mm-hmm. And not just the brothers, but like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So, so 
Sam shows Dean the tree and he starts talking about the house and he's like, I think there's something happening at the house. Maybe um, uh, even though it burned down, it's been rebuilt and maybe something is back. There's a new family living there and maybe something is back. Mm -hmm. Something evil has come back to the house. Right. And then Sam reveals his premonitions to Dean. He's like, okay, I have to tell you, I dreamed about uh, Jess dying before she died and you know he reveals like all of his premonitions Mm -hmm. and uh dean this is like the start of like a really big emotional swell for dean uh um and as he takes and he's like you know what do you mean you've been seeing things like first you tell me you've got the shining Mm -hmm. which is of course uh you know in relation to stephen king's book the shining which was made into a movie starring jack nicholson about um, a family that goes to a hotel, a haunted hotel. The father gets possessed by some sort of evil entity who then tries to kill his family. The his son. I haven't seen it yet. I don't want you to spoil oh. it for me. <laughs> oh, well, the son, the little boy, is psychic, and it's the little boy who has the shining. Okay. That's what that's what it's based on. It's the that the little boy sees premonitions of the future, but also sees things from the past. Oh, okay. Uh, that um i won't tell i'm not going to tell you the end of the movie but it's um if you haven't heard you know here's johnny i've heard that but that's i know that and the twins you know but that's about it that's all i've okay well that's all you need all i was gonna i was all i was gonna say is that the little boy has the shining Uh, okay um and so that's what that is in reference reference. to I, i i'm pretty sure it was a reference to the shining but it was a little bit like well i guess maybe there's a psychic in that movie (laughs) so you've got the shining and we have to go you're telling me we have to go home when i swore i would never go home again i would know i would never go back there again yeah so and he doesn't yeah also dean is uh he doesn't want to accept this truth about sam you know he's really hesitant to be like oh i don't know i don't know he doesn't want to touch it he doesn't want to go there he doesn't want to accept it as reality you know it's a little it's the supernatural a little close to home i think maybe Mm -hmm. for him especially considering his mother was killed by something evil you know right um and also proof that they were not in kansas (laughs) right i was like this entire time i was like and now we know that they were not ever back in kansas their starting point was always wherever yep wherever but not Lawrence, Kansas. <laughs> Correct. Um, here's the here's to me here to me was like uh, this is a character pedestal for mm-hmm. Dean, not wanting to go. He says, "I know we do. I know we have to go." Yeah, and he goes. Yeah. Dean is always the reluctant hero. Mm-hmm. In, in the first part of the series, I would say he's not the guy who's out there wearing a cape and you know saves people. You know, he's he's like, we have to. I know this. Yeah. So he goes. Yeah. It's a step. It's a huge step that he took. Yeah. It just says something about his character. Right. His, his, his not like his actor character, but the character of Dean himself. Yeah. Yep. Um, so they get to the house. Yes. Sam's like, are you going to be okay? <laughs> Dean <Nope>. says, <laughs> well, I'll have to get back to you on that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Let me get back to you on that. Which, fair enough. That's a, that's a fair answer. Absolutely. Um, knock on the door. Jenny opens it. Dean starts their usual, you know, like, oh, we're from or the federal, federal something, agents. something. Sam breaks with protocol. Like, he's just like, nope, I'm going to tell the truth. We're Sam Dean Winchester. We used to live here. We want to see the house, which was a great it's a move. It's a and a lie. <laughs> yeah. Um, great move on his part, though, considering that she found those pictures. Like, the day before essentially you know a few days before so she's She's like like, oh winchesters yeah dean sam reluctantly lets them in lets them in shows them around a little bit introduces them to her daughter sari sorry sorry (laughs) sari i think you're right i think it is sari and uh and their little boy and her little boy richie yes who is playing in a playpen even though he's old enough to speak but i he just seemed old to me to be in a playpen i have no comment on that because i i don't know anything about children like okay. to me that was just like okay i accept that okay but i i i get I it know. it's a new house didn't want him wandering around yeah. i just know that any toddler 
is going to be like a a prisoner with cups like on the rail. (laughs) Let me out, let me out, let me out. I mean, that is no kid is ever going to just sit in a playpen. Any toddler who can walk Uh wants to walk. They want to. So that's just my that it just struck me as a little ha ha moment. Like, wow, that kid's pretty big to be in a little. I just cage think of there. Rugrats, where you know it's a literally a literal baby, like unlocking his prison with the screwdriver. Uh, so that's my experience with children. <laughs> Rugrats. Okay, Rugrats. Sammy, remind me to not let you babysit. Oh yeah, don't ever do that. But yeah, so while they're while they're chatting, she ends up telling them like everything that's wrong with the house, which I felt so bad for them, you know. But at the same time, she's like flickering lights. Yes, oh, okay. Flick- flickering that's... lights, you say? Lights, yes. Um, Noises, you say? Up. Ghosts yeah. in the closet, you say? <laughs> right. And then they're like, "All right, thanks." Yep. And of course, the little girl is is the one who's like, "But did you guys when you were kids?" was that thing in your closet yeah. and of course the mom is like oh no there's nothing in your closet right that's the like adult lie that all adults are in on uh-huh. around kids uh-huh. oh there's nothing in your closet there's nothing to be afraid of right right mm-hmm. you know the big lie because kids are going to be afraid of the dark of the thing under the bed of the thing in the closet that's just what we are i mean i when i was little um i used to shut off my light with my tennis racket so that i wouldn't have to walk past the closet in the dark and also so that i would already be in bed um and not have to deal with the monsters under the bed once i turned the lights out wow i don't really remember being afraid of under the bed or in the closet I i possibly could have my memories from my youth are not like non-existent so (laughs) Uh, I'm going to tell you a story that you can do with what you want. Okay. But I also shared a room with my sister for a great number of years. Mm-hmm. And she used to, on a regular basis, scare me to death at night. <laughs> and she would, we'd be, we'd be tucked in, lights out. And uh, she would sit up in bed, um, kind of like the dead rising from the, from the grave, just whoop, sit straight up in bed. And I would say, I see you. And then she wouldn't move. And I'd say, I see you. And then she would turn her head. And I'd say, I see you. And then she would turn and put her feet on the floor. So now she's sitting facing my bed. And I'd say, I see you. And then she would stand up, still looking just at me. And then she would do this. <laughs> the T-Rex arms? <laughs> yes. And then she would take one step towards me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'd say, I see you. And then I would hear... <laughs> and i would say i hear you and i see you and then she would take another and she would do this one step at a time yeah. until she was across the room until she was leaning over me in my bed and i would still be saying i see you <laughs> and then she would go Mwah! and she would grab me i would scream she'd run and get back in the bed and then you know my dad would come in and yell at us for you know yeah being awake scared the crap out of me every time she did it (laughs) that's what older (sighs) sisters do i scared the shit out of my little sister all the time in one of our houses uh we had a basement which was like our playroom um but the vent from i think it was my bedroom or maybe the guest bedroom i don't know but the vent like if you could hear from the basement yeah like any noises from that vent so a few times I would go like, oh. or even just like, you know, like really terrifying wow. noises when her and her friends were over. And well, that's was... perfect. Yes, that was perfect. <laughs> wow. However, this little girl is actually being haunted by a real invisible figure on fire. Yeah. Um. Poor thing. Yeah, and. It looks like the boys are pretty upset, yeah. like listening to hearing the, the all the things that are happening in this house. They're not just like, oh, well, I guess we need to. It's like they are visibly mm-hmm. upset yeah. by this. Yeah. It's like, what does it mean about their past? Right. That this thing's here now. Yeah. Especially since it's on fire, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so they leave. 
right? Yeah. They're like, well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and they leave, and then they're, ha- they're having a discussion about, we actually need to do something about this. Is there's too much going on? Yeah. What do you want? What should we be doing? Um, but yeah, Sam is in really heightened emotion about this. Like, he just, he's so emotional, he doesn't know what to do. And Dean is the one who has to reel him back in and just say, listen, you know, what would we do first in any other kind of case? You know, we right. would try and nail yeah. down what this thing actually is. Yeah, and, cause, and Sam's upset about it. Why are you treating this like just another case? Mm-hmm. You know, and Dean's like, because we have to. Yeah, yeah. We have to. But Dean ends up re- retelling um, the story, his mm-hmm. his version of the story to Sam, which, you know, which revealed that, you know, he says, you know, I carry, he says, I carried you out the front door. Uh, and Sam says, you did? And I can't believe that that wasn't part of a story that was ever told to Sam. Yeah, like, why would, yeah. What? You, he, like, his father never told him? It's like, oh, I gave you to your brother to carry you out. Right, who carried you to safety, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I, so that was a big moment for me. I was like, how did Sam not know that? And it just sounds like dad kept that to himself. Yeah. There's so much about their story that the uh-huh. dad kept to himself. Yeah. Um. And, and so after Dean reveals this, he, uh, he's like, all right, well, I guess we got to keep, you know, researching or I got to hit the head or I got to use the bathroom or something. So Dean calls his dad. He makes like a desperate, you know, impassioned plea. Like, Mm -hmm. of course, John Winchester doesn't pick up the phone, Uh but Dean makes this heartbreaking, you know, plea to him he's like we're we're back in kansas both sam and i are here at the house there's something wrong we really need you i need your help and the fact that he says i need your help yes. is heartbreaking it is this it was a heartbreaking moment for dean this spike in vulnerability you know well i just wanted to say a, a small catch in there the voicemail that dad has left is different now the the phone oh, number please yeah, please call my son Dean. And he lists a different phone number than when he did in Phantom Traveler. Oh. Because, well, I noticed for two reasons. Because A, 785 is a Kansas area code. And I, you know, I've dialed many numbers and had a number with 785. <laughs> so, um, which I made a note of, right? In Phantom Traveler. I said, no, that's an actual Kansas area code. Yay. In this one, he says 866 something, something, something. Um, and it sounds like a real phone. It's not a 555 number either. It's like an actual 866-932, you know, something like that. I also noticed because when I was watching on Netflix, I usually, I watch it with subtitles. And the subtitles listed still the 785-555 number. <laughs> well, that's weird. I know. I don't know why they changed it. I don't know if, I, I don't know. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Okay. A mystery. Yes. Meanwhile. Yeah, meanwhile. Oh, but I did, yeah, I just wanted to, on the note of his heartbreaking moment, it seems like he's close to a nervous breakdown, just being not only in the same town, but in the same house that, you know, he survived so much trauma from, you Mm -hmm. know, watching Mm -hmm. his mother die, essentially. And it's such a crazy way in which kickstarted this new life of his. Of like right, living exactly. in a car and hunting demon, uh, well, not demons, but ghosts and spirits and things. Yeah, it's you know he makes it sound like it's uh you know made, it made him tough and it you know made him this you know manly man, but it's actually like scares him. Yeah. So back at the house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jenny has a plumber come to take care of the stopped up sink that just stopped up on its own, mm-hmm. and the uh, as the plumber is like. You know, he's under, he turns off the power to the uh, the garbage disposal. He's got, you know, the pipes disconnected. He's, you know, not seeing any clogs. But while he's under there, one of the kid's toys, uh, like, comes alive. And it's one of those <laughs> stupid monkey toys with of the course. symbols. Of course it is. <laughs> which is now just, you know, in any scary moment, any scary movie, in any yeah. scary TV show, when a child's toy comes alive, it's going to be a monkey that plays right, the, symbols, the symbols, and that just means you're going to die. I mean, you're going to die a horrible death, uh, or something horrible or, and evil yeah. is about to happen. Yeah. And it's like, oh, God, I hate those monkey toys. Yeah. 
Um, but yes, anytime a child's toy comes alive. And yeah, that combined fun. with um, the garbage disposal moment, you know, right. like he's, he's alone, he unplugs it, he turns the switch, make sure it's not on. Yeah, you know, in any scary show, whenever they put their hand down a freaking garbage disposal, of course, dead in the water, same thing. He wasn't a garbage yeah. disposal; it was just the sink. Yeah, and remember what I said: you never put your hand in it. Okay, so yes, the guy puts his hand in the disposal, you know, that he thinks is turned off, and initially, you know, there's a jump moment there where he's like, ah, you know, and he probably cut himself uh-huh. on a blade or something, um, and then sticks his hand in again. And the garbage disposal turns on and the amount of blood and gore that came out of this man's body and down into the drains. I was like, okay. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was a lot. I mean, the, the, the initial, you know, turning on and blood splatter in his face. Yes. Awesome. Great. Scary. Yeah. That really stink. I knew it was going to happen and it still scared the hell out of me. Right. But then the the cut to the pipes to see you know the gore and stuff pouring out. It was like how they just take a bucket and go down. Yeah, they yes, them. yeah. That's honestly so, one of um, I I am always very t- terrified of putting my hand down a garbage disposal if I need to. In there, if a spoon or something replaced. is in there. I, what am I supposed to do? Just leave it in there? I can't leave it in there. No, but that's you. You get tongs, and you, <laughs> you know, you get them. I, I just had mine replaced. I just had my garbage disposal replaced, and I watched the workers while they did it. I was like, "Is that off?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, is that unplugged? I um, <laughs> I also watched a, because uh, I read somewhere at one point that your hand can't actually get torn up because it's um, it's centrifugal force, not blades. Sure, but. I watched a YouTube video of a guy who uh, was kind of channeling Mythbusters a little bit, you know, like, Uh, can this actually happen? So he built himself a garbage disposal so we could actually see what was going on inside, you know, like he didn't just put it in the sink. He like wired one up, wired one up so we could see what the, the spinny things were actually doing. And he put a bunch of things in there. He put like a banana, he put a carrot, he put like a tomato. They all got like disseminated. Um, and then he put, he did two tests for a human hand. One is he put hot dogs inside of the fingers of a glove, of a latex glove. <laughs> and two, he did a ballistics gel hand with oh. um, like 3D printed bones I- inside. Mm-hmm. Um and while I don't think that they would have caused like a torrential downpour of blood and uh, fleshy goo, um, it was not pleasant. Like your hand definitely, if you leave it down in there, you know, will uh, get pretty destroyed. Ugh. And they said actually that they hypothesized that it was the bones that caused the most damage because when it was just the the hot dogs you know they're kind of like you know <laughs> they still got kind of chewed up a little bit but but the, but the bones they, actually yeah they caused some resistance shrapnel, against the blaze yeah. mm-hmm. okay so so it can sort of happen <laughs> all right. so you should be okay unless there's like a monkey toy right exactly playing yeah. symbols you yeah. should be okay to get the spoon out of the garbage yeah yeah <laughs> In the meantime, yeah. the boys, the brothers, have gone to dad's old shop, his old mm-hmm. car garage. I didn't yeah. realize that he had his own business or he, he had a partner in a garage, which explains how Dean knows how to fix cars. Yeah, I guess it does. Mm-hmm. And they're talking to John Winchester's old partner, a business partner, and they get, you know, a little bit more background on their dad. You know, what was he like? after the fire yeah and uh, you know did he ever talk about the fire did he ever you know divulge anything and for the most part no yeah except after a while he did start to say things like uh something killed mary mm-hmm. you know mary didn't die in the fire something killed mary and then he started to go see palm readers and that's when his business buddy was like uh, you need to get some help yeah you know, you, this is, you're not accepting what's happened, you know, you need to, you know, out of concern, you need to go get some help, which of course, John Winchester 
doesn't do. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he he goes to a to a palm reader. Right. And this is this is what I love. They the guy doesn't know obviously the name of the palm reader because you know yeah, who would like, after so uh, many years. No, because he was crazy. You know. Yeah. So they go to the yellow pages. Yeah. <laughs> I love that they're flipping through the phone book under psychics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they, they like the first name, no, second name, no, third name is um, Missouri Mosley. Yeah. And Dean's like, wait, that actually sounds like something. Name. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he uh, goes to That's the journal. journal. Yep. And I went to Missouri for the truth. Yeah. He's like, aha. I thought he went to Missouri, but, right. but he, went, right. he went to a psychic for yep. the truth. Mm hmm. Enter. Miss Loretta, Loretta Divine. Divine. Oh, oh, I love this gosh. woman. I love everything about her. I love her name. I love her voice. Yep. I love That's her what energy. She's famous for. Yeah. She's famous for her voice. Um, did you know that she was on Broadway? I didn't. No. I was looking through her catalog. I was like, this is huge. I'm never going to get through all the things. I, I know, right? Because <laughs> she's done everything. Yeah. But she was um, in Dreamgirls. The original oh Broadway God. cast of Dreamgirls. Oh, that is so cool. It's like, yay, a Broadway girl. Yeah. Um, some of you may have seen her on Blackish. She plays uh, Lynette. Um, she's been on an episode of Psych. Yes. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, I love her. I yeah. absolutely adore yeah. her. And this was kind of the start of her career. Not like the very first thing that she did, you know, but. Um, this was in the her early stages of her acting career, and like since then she's exploded, you know. But yes. um, yeah, yeah, super cool. She is amazing, yeah. and um, I, <laughs> I loved how much shit she gave Dean. Dean. Oh, from start <laughs> to finish, she from did not let up. Finish. She yes, she was the. You know, the, the smack you on the back of the head, yep. you know, type of, she's like the aunt, you know, the aunt that knows you better than, than you know yourself. Yes. Oh, God, yes, no. Missouri Mosley loved her. And she knows Sam and Dean without being introduced to them. Yep, yep. So, like, the, the real thing, like a real psychic. Yeah. Yep. And she knows them without being introduced to them, but, uh, but then doesn't know where john is when dean says well you know if you know our father if you know us you know our dad where's mm-hmm. our dad and she's like i don't know and dean gets all huffy with her <laughs> and she, i love this is one of my favorite quotes she says boy you see me sawing some bony tramp in half <laughs> you think i'm a magician and i started to do it with her accent and i didn't mean to but mm-hmm. i just like i just you can't kind of help her. it yeah yeah um I just love that you see me sawing some bony tramp. <laughs> no, I'm 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 a psychic, um, yeah. but I'm not a magician. Yeah, I love her. I wrote. I literally wrote love her. Yes, I did too. <laughs> and um, I also love how Sam is loving this. Oh too. yeah, the takedown like, down of Dean. The, the smirks he just keeps going. He's like, oh yeah, oh I mean, yeah. He's like I love her. Too. I am enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, she reveals that, um, yes, John Winchester did come to see her, and he ended up taking her to the old house mm-hmm. to see if she could sense anything. Um, and uh, she's like, no, the whatever was there was gone, mm-hmm. but it left a footprint. It left like this evil. She knew that whatever was had been there was evil. And she's very and evil. Where she yeah. Kind of, yeah, she's like, I just, yeah. I didn't see what it was, but it was bad. Right. And she also mentions that she was the one who basically, as she quoted, drew back the curtains for him and told him she gave him the truth is out there talk, you know? Right. So she was kind of the one who got him on this hunting uh, life. Yeah. Right. Wow. Wow. Back at the house. Jenny, uh, who tragically is now on the phone with the, like, I'm assuming, I'm insurance, I'm thinking it's the uh, insurance company yeah. of the plumber. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry about his hand. You know, not my fault. I can't afford a lawyer. Yeah. 
I'm sorry about that. And while she's talking to this person on the phone, she hears scrabble, 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 scrabble again. Uh-huh. But it's coming from upstairs mm-hmm. instead of the same noise she heard from the basement. So saved by the bell, she's able to hang up on the uh, the insurance people to go upstairs to see what's going on. And, you know, she leaves Richie uh, in the kitchen in his playpen like, Richie, yeah. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just got to go check out what this is. And that's when... She goes away, cut back to Missouri, still talking to the boys. And uh, she says, you know, it's weird that you guys are here talking about this now because I've been keeping an eye on that house and it's been quiet. Yeah. You know, it's been quiet. And Sam's like, yeah, but, you know, uh, what about Jess dying? You know, what about this, you know, the things that are happening in this house now? Like, what's going on? Yeah, dad missing. This is the start of something. Right. Right, um, right. Some, some, now something's starting. Yeah, yeah. right. And so then they cut back to the house. A, a nail, or the the, pins. the latch, yeah, from yeah. Richie's playpen are uh, by themselves lifting up. So the door can then drop and release Richie from his prison. At the same time that the refrigerator door opens up by itself and... Because of exposition earlier, we know that Richie is a juice junkie, you know? So Richie's like, oh boy, juice, I can go get it myself. He then crawls in, Mm -hmm. you know, grabs the juice, and the fridge door slams shut and locks. Like, the child lock is engaged. Uh And I was going to say, it's always scarier when a door closes uh, in a scary movie fast. Because it's like they they speed it up. So it's like unnaturally fast. That yeah. this thing closed. So this poor little boy is now locked inside mm-hmm. the refrigerator. Yeah. Um, I'm going to... Here is my behind-the-scenes continuity issue with Oh, this. no, I have this, too. I you caught this, this too. too. Yes. When the camera pulls out, the latch is unlatched. Yep. And, and then it's it, latched. And then it's and latched. And then it's unlatched. Uh-huh. Then it's latched. And then it's unlatched. Yeah. They didn't just, they didn't just miss it once. <laughs> yeah. Five times and not only that is when jenny comes down and notices that her son is gone is like freaking out i can't remember what prompted oh that there's like milk or something spilling from the fridge like she sees something leaking out of the fridge door and she goes to open the door and she pretends to unlock it (laughs) unlock it she like moves the latch into a locked position and then pretends to unlock it yeah monkey and i were laughing about that that. i know they use that tag that is, <laughs> I mean, may, like as, I know maybe it was a because there was an actual child in there. I don't know if like they couldn't legally have something locked, you know, for, for a little maybe, boy. Maybe. I'm sure there could have been some camera tricks that they could have utilized to do that. I don't or they know. Com- but... Could have made it look like yeah. it was locked and yeah. not actually have it connected. Yeah. But that's for me. That's like as the stage manager, I was like, oh, you didn't reset. You know, mm-hmm. props reset. You know, it just oh yeah, and it, it took was... me out. <laughs> took me out because I was like, eh. and then I saw it again. I was like, eh. and yeah. again, uh-huh. and, and again. I was like, all right, let's let's end this scene. So, long story short, door locks on baby in the in the refrigerator. Mom runs downstairs, can't find baby. Eventually, sees <coughs> milk dripping out of the fridge, and unlocks the fridge and gets the baby out. Uh huh. When I say baby, I mean the 12-year-old boy that they use. <laughs> In the meantime, right. the boys have brought uh, Missouri to the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jenny's like, what's up, guys? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yo, why are you back? Like, what do you? what is up with you, mm-hmm. you Winchesters? And now you've brought somebody else this to lady? Yeah. house. This lady, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and Dean starts to get pushy when Jenny doesn't just let them in. Yeah. You know? And that's when Missouri's like, slap. Literally slaps him in the back of the head. Slaps him on the back of the head. You know? Um, like, what it. is the matter with you? Can't you see she's upset? Right. But Missouri is able to convince Jenny to let them in. She actually, you know, brings the truth out. You, you know, trust us. We know that there's something going on. You feel like this house is trying to hurt your family. So Jenny does end up letting all three of them into the house. And is like, Missouri's kind of like feeling her way around the house, not obviously with her hands, but like, you know, psychically feeling her way around the house. She leads them to what used to be Sam's nursery, mm-hmm. um, which I think is the little girl's room now. 
Yes. Uh, and uh, Sam's like, why are we here? <laughs> yeah. He's like, this was the center of the evil, and this used to be your nursery. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when Dean whips out his, uh, his EMF <laughs> detector and he's like, boop, boop, boop. And Missouri's like, EMF? <laughs> Amateur. I'm like, poor Dean. Constantly having his balls busted about his EMF detector. I know. Poor guy. Oh, yeah. Poor, poor Dean. He's like, you know, you, know, you know what, Missouri? Not everybody can have psychic abilities, okay? Right, right. <laughs> now, I had a question about uh, the, the, her evil sensations in this room. Mm-hmm. Um, Going back to the fire, the original fire in the house, mm-hmm. that nursery blew up. Like, it, the room was gone. Yeah, I... So, the fact that it was rebuilt, don't you think that it would have been, like, you know, rebuilt as opposed right. to no residual... Yeah. Maybe it was I less thought about that, the room I thought that the too. location. In... Yeah, maybe. But I thought that, too. I was just like, hmm, this nursery definitely... Is new. Exploded when it oh, was yeah, yeah, on yeah. fire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not like they could have just slapped some some spackle on it, and you know, <laughs> right, right? It was like completely rebuilt a whole new thing. That's all new wood. It's new paint. It's new carpet. It's new glass. You know, right? Uh, so that was, that was my a- thought as well. But yeah. I was willing to kind of let that go mm-hmm. in the sense of maybe it was more about just the location of the room in time and space. Maybe yeah, in the house. Not necessarily that it was Sam's room, um, but I jumped. I jumped when Missouri opened the closet doors. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. I just knew that there was going to be something there. Yeah. And she just opened them like, boom. And, and because I thought there was going to be something there, um, I jumped. It wasn't a jump out <laughs> moment. Right. Yeah. But, but I did. I jumped. I was going to say, I loved her explanation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved her explanation. Right. That it's not the same evil that was there, but because of what was there 22 years ago was so evil, it has now become a magnet for other evil More spirits evil. to yeah, inhabit. It like it, it's like it opened a door uh-huh. and it and is attracting, you know, evil in. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, uh-huh, I uh-huh. like that. Specifically, a murderous poltergoist. Poltergeist? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. It wasn't like I, w- I wasn't even reading. <laughs> uh, it's not that funny. That pandemic. is funny, though. <laughs> Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Oh. Poltergeist. Um, who will stop at nothing until Jenny and her family are dead. Right. Just for the spot. For because this, that's what Poltergeist. Yeah. 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 But. She also says they. Uh-huh. She says poltergeist. There's a poltergeist, but there's something else. Yeah. There's so there's more than one entity here. And yeah. She doesn't know what this other thing yeah. is. Yeah. Um. So they decide that their best their best bet is to purify try to purify the house. Yeah. Um. With like gree gree bags and um. Was it graveyard dirt and other things? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mystical. Yeah, I was referencing them as hex bags because ah. that's kind of what they were. I don't think they say that word, but mm-hmm. um, that is yeah, kind I of what so. they say. Like in future episodes and, and stuff, it, they become hex bags. Okay. But these are, I guess, good hex bags, you know? <laughs> yeah, I just, I thought she said something about Grigri, so, which is a, you know, a New Orleans uh, right, yeah. type of voodoo. Right. Um, and they decide that uh, you put one in each corner of the house like north south east yeah. west wall mm-hmm. of the house yeah that and would each then, floor mm-hmm. yeah which would then expel whatever poltergeist is right. uh, in the house and so they send <laughs> they send jenny and the kids to the movies so yeah. that she doesn't have to witness them punching holes <laughs> in her new house um and did you I mean, but did you see uh, just to backtrack a tiny tiny bit when they were building these bags um, did you, this is like Dean was like making it and then like he decides to taste whatever he was like putting no, in there. I didn't see that. Yeah. He like, it was, you know, he's putting it together and he like looks at it and then he like 
puts it on his tongue a little bit and does like the whole like, bleh, 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 face. Oh my gosh. And my, I was just, why would you taste that? Why right, would, yeah. what would possess you to put that in your mouth? <laughs> Dean. Oh. Well, did you, uh, speaking of like small details, did you notice um, uh, Missouri's necklace? Uh-uh. I, do, I noticed wearing, she was wearing a necklace, but I didn't. I guess um, she's wearing a uh, a coin. It's one of those round coins with a square cut in the middle of it. Oh, mm-hmm. it's a it's a feng shui coin. Oh yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> which I thought was which was brilliant. You yeah. Because what are they doing to that house? <laughs> feng shui. Yeah, they're <laughs> definitely feng shuiing. Right. I thought that was uh, a well placed yeah, wardrobe yeah. piece mm-hmm. there. Um. So Jenny and the kids are out of the house, and uh, Missouri and the boys are punching holes yeah. to, to hide the uh, the hex bags in. Uh, the poltergeist notices that mm-hmm. they're doing this and retaliates. Yeah, and like it it like traps Missouri uh, uh-huh. behind like furniture, like some sort of yeah, it was like, like a desk or a dresser or something dresser like that. Dresser or something. So she's trapped. Um, Dean was in the kitchen and has like the the entire knife block, <laughs> yeah. you know, thrown at him. Yeah, and quick and, uh, thinking on his part, like he misses the first one and then brings the dining room like, table in front of him as a shield, like like that. Right, right. Oh, and uh, and then Sam uh, is attacked and strangled by a lamp. Yeah, before he gets to even place his bag. Uh huh. So Sam is getting strangled by this lamp, and it is so strong that he can't. He just can't yeah. uh, break it. Um, and luckily, Dean wasn't trapped behind anything. He was able to escape the kitchen mm-hmm. and uh, run. He tries to help Sam. He runs to Sam, but even Dean is too isn't strong enough to release the the cord from around his neck. Right. Kicks a hole in the wall and throws in the bag, the hex bag, and the poltergeist spear just poof, blows uh-huh. out of the house. You just see this beautiful like whitish blue light yeah. you know expel from the house and and sam is able to finally you know breathe again get the uh-huh. from around his neck and they share a brother's moment there yeah it was which really i sweet. really liked um it, it was just a hug it was just an embrace like yeah um, but it was, it was like big brother saving little brother you know yeah it was it was just it was nice yeah it was nice and uh it was kind of the the same effect uh, the poltergeist effect was kind of the same effect from the movie poltergeist um just a little bit same idea of um like the house just went just it was Uh like expelling something and they think they've done it jenny comes home with the kids and it's like hey what happened here (laughs) sam says don't worry we'll pay for everything (laughs) And and missouri is like don't worry dean's gonna clean this up don't you worry boy get him up don't you curse at me and Dean's and reactions, anything. No, Dean's reactions were perfection here. They were just like these, like, we'll pay for it. He'll clean it up. Don't yeah. curse at me. <laughs> he never said a word. Oh, so they leave. Yep. <laughs> um, and Sam says, you know, are you sure this is over? Dun, dun, dun. Foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> um, so we assume that they've left, but it turns out that Sam and Dean are actually sitting in their car. Yeah, they're patrolling front, the house. Just, yeah, just kind of keeping an eye on it just in case because Sam has this sense of something. Yeah. He still has his his vision Yes, in his head. Vision and this gut feeling. You know, Jenny is like sleeping and, you know, she tucks her daughter away good night and then goes to bed herself. And then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> all hell breaks house. loose. And... In the meantime, the boys are still talking about things in the car. Uh-huh. And uh, Dean says, you know, why do you think there's something still going on? Because Missouri did, his, you know, her whole Zelda Rubenstein <laughs> moment, which is it, the actress who plays the medium in the movie Poltergeist. Oh. Who, at the end of the movie, she's the one, you know, that line, um, you know, walk into the light, Carol Ann. Uh, ca- yeah. Yeah. Go into Kinda. the light, Carol Ann. And oh, her yeah, mom's yeah. like, you told her not to go into the light. Yeah. At the very end of the movie, Zelda's, her famous line is, this house is clean. Mm. So what are, you, what are you worried about? If the, if the psychic said the house is clean, the house is clean. Yes. Then. <laughs> Sam looks up. Just window. right on cue. <laughs> yep, to see Jenny 
pounding on yes, the windows. the exact same scene that was from his nightmare. It was yep. the wide shot of the house and zooming in and, and Jenny's pounding on the windows from the inside screaming for help. Oh, God. That whole idea, like, she was laying in bed, just ready to go to bed, and then it's like the bed starts vibrating and jumping. Yeah. I, oh. Oh. Yeah. That's why I didn't like touching the floor after the lights went out. Never knew what was under the bed. So they rush in. Uh, Dean says, I'll take Jenny. You take the kids. Yep. And Sam is able to get to the kids and says to the sister, take your little brother outside fast as you can. Don't look back. Which mm-hmm. is exactly what John Winchester said yeah. to Dean when he handed Sammy as a baby to Dean. Yes. Uh, in the pilot episode. Yes. And so how would how would Sam know to say that? He didn't. He, I know. I mean, it was just a, a Winchester thing, you know? Yep. Yep. So the kids run to safety. Um, but now the house has trapped Sam. Mm-hmm. Like, Sam wasn't able to escape. He was able to rescue the kids, get them to run outside. But then he was grabbed, the doors slammed shut, and he can't get out. Yeah, um, yeah. Dean runs and grabs because he can't open the door himself mm-hmm. so he grabs an axe he grabs a, a shotgun i'm assuming with rock salt yeah in it and starts um hatcheting away at the front door while sam is just being pulverized inside the house he's just being yeah. slammed up against walls and dragged mm-hmm. down floors um not to give away anything but the axe on the door is directly from the shining um <laughs> so i also knew that from the shining okay the axe on the door <laughs> okay because it precedes the here's Johnny here's moment. Johnny. So Dean's but, able but to before actually... that, yeah, but before when Sam is grabbing Sari, they see they both see the person oh, on the fire. Creature, right? The invisible fire thing. Um, right, sorry, glossed over that. <laughs> who doesn't attack them? Is just standing there, just kind of there in the room, being on fire, right? Being yeah, exactly, being on fire. While Sam takes Sari out, doesn't chase them or anything, you know, and he's just like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go, you know. (laughs) Right. But then the house traps him. Yes. Okay. Uh, Sorry, we did, I did gloss right. No, that's okay. So, so Dean is able to chop his way into the house Mm -hmm. um, and finds Sam, who has been pinned against a wall. and is being like the fiery being has now materialized where Sam yeah. is, right? And is in like the room walking with him. towards them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dean shows up and is about to shoot it with the shotgun, and Sam says, "Don't, like, wait. I I know who this is now. Yeah, I see her. I see her. Her. Uh-huh. And then and... materializes the beautiful Aww. Samantha Smith Love her. as." Mary Winchester and what a um, moment like what a surprise moment that was I remember what in the first time that I ever watched that it was I was like oh like I I wasn't expecting it truthfully it, I wasn't expecting it, was a, it at it was all a, like a lovely gasp it was like yeah oh, yeah it's her it's mom yeah. uh-huh. it's mom and uh oh, oh. I know <laughs> And and she and she apologizes. She she knows them for one uh-huh. thing. The first thing she says is Sam Dean. She she recognizes her grown sons. Yeah. Which I thought was uh, it just made my heart swell. Yeah. It's like a, a mom knows. Yeah. You know, yeah. a mom knows. Uh, and she says their names. And Dean Dean always looked like he was like on the edge of tears. Anytime yeah. they did a close up on him, I always thought that he was just holding it together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in that moment, I was like, oh, here it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't, but he's like, mom. Mm-hmm. And she says, I'm sorry. Yeah, she to Sam. Like Then she goes to yeah. Sam. And she's like, Sam, I'm sorry. And oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm literally going <laughs> to cry right now. The way he was just like, for what? What, for do you, what? what are you sorry for? Ugh. And, <laughs> and then she backs up. She backs away. Yeah. She backs away and uh, and says, You get out of my house and stay away from my boys. Something along those lines, 
maybe reverse order, but she definitely mentions get out of my house and, and let my boys my go. Boys. Yeah. Right. And she bursts back into flames. Mm-hmm. And not not in a bad way. She just right. flames out, so yeah. to speak. And then, like, disappears up into the house. Yeah, like, like the fires kind of plume up towards the ceiling and yeah, then yeah. disappear. There's, like, kind of a, a big bassy thump. You know, you kind of see the house kind of yep. visually do, like, a boom. And then it's quiet. Yep. Sam's Nothing. let go. You know, he's released from being pinned to the wall. Yep. And Sam says, now it's over. Yeah. Ugh. I felt so bad. I know. I felt so bad. So it's over. Yeah, Sam's released. The The house is just a house. Yeah. Um, Missouri next... comes back just to double check, you know, make sure that everything is actually clean. And um, she sits on the steps with Sam. And she's like, I'm sorry. You you knew that there was something else there. And I didn't. How? Acknowledges his premonition. Yeah. 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 And he is visibly frightened about what's happening to him you know he's just like what like what is happening to me like what is going on yeah and Missouri says I don't know I'm sorry and then heartbreakingly tells him that their mom is no longer there that she destroyed herself in order to destroy this evil spirit yep to protect her boys yeah yep in the meantime Dean is sentimental because uh jenny gave him the box of family photos Mm -hmm. and dean is actually like he says thank you yeah you know and it's a sentimental like he actually is grateful for these memories for this box of of photos which again very emotional dean yeah not crying but just emotional and a, a side of him that we don't normally see um uh Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. This... I know it's Dean being so vulnerable like this throughout almost the whole episode. It was yeah. like, whoa, yeah. like this took a turn, not yeah. for good, for good, you know. Yeah, and then to see Mary again, only to have her gone again. Yeah. Uh, so the boys say say their goodbyes to to Missouri, and she says, you know, don't be strangers. Mm-hmm. And they say, we won't foreshadowing foreshadowing the boys drive off into their sunset missouri goes home and we assume she's like you know she's taking off her coat hanging up her purse yep she's kind of talking talking to the house yep and it turns out she's not talking to the house she's talking to john winchester surprise actually showed up he's in town Uh he's sitting on her couch she knew it yep and she says how is it that your son saw all of the sensed all of this happening but couldn't sense that his own father was here yeah and i'm mad i'm mad at john winchester for sitting there he's i mean he's clearly crestfallen and he's heartbroken about his circumstances yeah but he doesn't go to them yeah he's distraught about like the whole um the house being haunted that Mary is now gone for good, you know, like what you actually saw her and now she's not there. And, and, and Missouri chides him. She's just like, what is wrong with you? Why don't you go talk to your sons? Mm -hmm. And he says, you have no idea how badly I want to, but not until I know the truth. And this ends, I thought it was a really nice ending because he then, uh, he again comes back to Missouri for the truth. Yep. So you're left with, she actually does know what's going on with Sam, and he's there to find out. Right. It's emotional. He is emotional. Yeah. He's not the standoffish dad now. Right. He, you know, he's not kind of the dickish father figure that won't pick up the phone. Yeah, that we've been led to believe, you know, well, he is kind of a dickish father figure, but. (laughs) But in this moment, you can see on his face that. While we don't agree with his methods, yeah, he is trying to find answers and is heartbroken about how he has to be going about doing it, how he feels he has to be right. going about doing right. it. He doesn't want to do this. He just he thinks that he has to for whatever those reasons right. might be. Right. Which... I loved this episode. Yeah. So, I, uh, so, yeah. so, so, so with, good. 
It was so well written and so well acted. Yeah. Love, 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 love. I just loved this side. I loved seeing this side of Dean. I love seeing the side of Sam. Um, you know, Sam's conflicted uh-huh. still yeah. about what's happening to him. Right. Um, and also the stuff he's learning about his family, you know, that Dean carried him out of the house. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, that his mom just destroyed herself for him. Yeah. Yeah, this was a huge episode because it wasn't just a one-off spirit hunting you know like go let's go fight the big bad and then we win against the big bad and then we go on to the next thing this was right the big bad was their family you know podcasting from my closet <laughs> it's like you know i'm sitting on a comfy pillow and stuff but mm-hmm. i am like my back is tired my butt is sore yeah that's not pretty it's probably not pretty good for your posture you know what no. you should do what uh you should take a yoga class i hate yoga oh not with this lady you won't <laughs> oh no. no so our friend christy haney um, a wonderful opera singer. Uh, I love mo- Christy Haney. Yes, in 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 our previous life. Yes, yes. Thank you. I was trying to think of a phrase to do that. <laughs> Pre-pandemic life. Yes. Uh, a beautiful opera singer. Um, has started her uh, started a yoga business. She teaches yoga through uh, online, and she's fantastic. I have to say, awesome. I took a I took a vinyasa class from her. I've been taking yoga for many, many years, and I'm no, by no means an expert, but, you know, <laughs> I know, like, good yoga teaching when I see it, and this was very, very good. She's got oh. this soothing voice about her, you know. Of course her, she does. <laughs> her personality is um, you know, present throughout, which is awesome. Um, because she's an opera singer, you know, she's so aware of her breathing in yeah. her body, you know. Yeah, and that's is that what vinyasa is? Is the breathing? Or... Uh, well, vinyasa is a type of. There's different kinds of yoga. Vinyasa is more of flow. It's kind of what you would think of a typical yoga class. Is each breath is a movement. You know, it goes a little bit a little bit faster than most. Like mm. some, you're like holding a pose for a really really long time. Like yeah, why time. I don't like yoga. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and you took a class too, right? You took a different. A different kind of class from I, I did take a vinyasa. I took, oh, you did? I took a okay. vinyasa. I did, yeah. Um, and I really enjoyed it because it was about breathing and stretching and, uh-huh. and flow and not about holding poses that your body just wasn't meant to hold uh, <laughs> in reality. <laughs> um, when, you're without, right. without practice. <laughs> yeah, and I, it was, I am not a yoga person. Right, right. And, uh, and I really enjoyed it. And I felt it. I felt better after the class. Um, right. And I felt better the next day. I could still feel it. It wasn't like, oh, I feel it. It was like, oh, I feel this. Yeah. You know, so, and it was nice to, to, to take it from a friend. Mm. Um, it's a, it was an, it's an easy environment. You know, you don't feel overwhelmed by a studio because right. she's teaching it in her house. She's uh-huh. certified. So, you know, you're in good hands. Right. Um, I I did enjoy it, and you're right. I should go back and and take another one of her classes after I hang up here. <laughs> right, especially since you've been biking so much, yeah, sixty yeah. straight days of biking. Oh my God, you <laughs> yeah. are nuts! I know. So you can find Christy Haney at YPTY Yoga, which stands for Yes Please and Thank You Yoga. Love that name, by the way. I think it. Oh, that's that's how she used to refer to uh, her singing career. Yes, oh, please, and thank you. Love yep. it. Love yep. it. I think it just it really embodies her and like what, what I feel like yoga is about. And so YPTY Yoga on Instagram and also YPTYYoga.com. So you can sign up for classes there. She does individual classes. She does private coachings. You can buy a class bundle at a discount. So there's a lot of options there for you. And I highly, highly recommend uh, taking her classes, whether you are um, a yoga expert or a novice, right? (laughs) Or or an amateur, as Missouri would say. (laughs) 
amateur. <laughs> what an amateur. Yes. Poor Dean. <laughs> Dean. Yeah. All well, right. Thanks for that. Sammy, I will. I'll go back and take the class. Good, good. I think I will too. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this great episode. I don't know how they're really going to top it with the next one, which is Asylum. Oh. So it's bound to be scarier, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, that sounds like it's going to be like a Ghost Hunters episode. Oh, okay. of, oh yeah. You know, okay. In like the in like places that haunted houses are um, usually based off of, you know, <laughs> right? You always so, go yes. to a haunted house that's an a asylum haunt, theme. An asylum. It used to be an insane <laughs> right. asylum, or it right. used to be where doctors would, you know, uh, experiment on people when they shouldn't be. And, uh, right. Right. Oh. So just remember, you can find us on all social media channels. Our Instagram and Facebook is Salt and Burn This Pod. Our Twitter is Salt and Burn This. Um, you can also message us through any of those platforms and we'll get your messages. Um, so yeah, make sure to follow us, like us, um, subscribe to the podcast and wherever you listen to your podcasts and give a rating if you can. I know not all of them offer a rating option. I know Apple does podcast addict does, I believe as well. So if there is a rating option, please, please, please consider giving us one because it really helps us out become visible in this realm of podcasts where there are a bajillion of them. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next week for Asylum. Bye. Bye.